Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's 90 Day Gate. Let's You guys, we are here. This is a very, very exciting day. This is our first kind of interview um, where we're probably not going to talk about penises. Probably not. Unless that voice you guys might recognize. This is Teresa Caputo, the Long Island medium. Uh, In the house. I know. Y'all, this is, I'm so are, excited. We're very excited. You're the most famous person we've ever talked to. <laughs> oh my god! Unless, oh my, unless I don't even think I'm famous. I, and that that doesn't even count the time that uh, Jake kind of did something dirty with that guy, the gay guy in Star Trek. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he 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 wouldn't even be interviewed by me. Um, but thank you for being but, here. Thank you so much. We're here to talk about a couple things. Um, one of the reasons we're talking to you is we're on the same network. You have a new yes. podcast. Mm-hmm. We're on ACAST. So are you. You have a new podcast called Hey Spirit that is out. Um, and I just, every time I, I would say, I would be horrible. I'd be like, Hey Spirit. <laughs> hey girl. <laughs> hey Spirit. Every time. Um, what, what, do, what do you think about podcasting? You're new to it. What do you think? I'm I'm so new to it. It's so it's weird, but it's not like I I find myself in today's world like I contradict myself because it's so different, but yet it's so normal for me because I still am able to deliver healing messages from the other side. So 
I and I'm, I'm able to see the people. You yeah. know, before, years ago, long before Long Island Medium, I used to do phone readings, and mm. I loved it because Spirit would like have me describe things and talk about things. And now it's like I get to see people, so it's mm-hmm. still and to feel that emotion. Like I literally feel like you guys are like sitting closer than six feet apart from me yeah. right now. <laughs> Which I don't think is legal, but in the in the podcast world, completely legal. <laughs> yeah, we we basically potted up uh, because we wouldn't we we have to do our show uh, otherwise. We would never we, we we do our show remotely a lot, but yeah. we live uh, close. We yeah. were yeah, so we just uh, kind of it was easier so, for us. Yeah, yes. and do you find that to podcasts, even though you're talking to listeners, there's this real intimacy. Yes. That happens when you're mm-hmm. listening through someone on your earbuds mm-hmm. that our listeners say, I feel like you're our best friends because mm-hmm. it's it's a very intimate relationship, very different than TV sometimes. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I found that myself. Um, and, you know, listening to podcasts and and listening to my own because I don't listen to it before they are just like Long Island medium. <laughs> um, but I the thing that I love about uh, Hey Spirit because I feel like people might be able to feel like what it's like for me or even for that person receiving the messages because you're not watching. You're listening to someone's emotion. And for me, when I channel spirit, I don't see things Mm -hmm. the way that we see here in the physical world. It's more of a feeling. So to me, I, I almost feel like it's it's almost like a virtual roller coaster that spirit <laughs> kind of takes us on, you know, because you're really feeling it yourself. You're able to connect with some of these messages, um, and it's 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 just it's just amazing on, yeah. on how still through technology. And I say, thank God, thank right. God through this pandemic. You know, this is one of the things that came out of this silver lining. You know, of this pandemic is that we found a new way to stay connected, and like you said, to have that intimacy, right. Which yeah. Is, yeah, it is interesting how I think we were kind of going in this way of everybody saying, I hate social media, technology yes. is going and kind of and now it's our lifeline gratitude for it. Right. Gratitude is everything, you know. Yes, yes. And, you know, for me, like I, I guess because everyone still knows I still live next door to where I grew up. I still live next door to my parents. I say, talk <laughs> about separation anxiety. I'm 53. I still live next door to my parents. <laughs> But I trapped for the past 10 years, I've been traveling so much, but I always made it a point to when I was home, I was home. It was like the weekends. It was like open door policy, friends, family always had barbecues and get togethers because I was away so much and I never felt like I missed out on anything. And with this pandemic, it kind of brought things to a completely different level. I think for most people, people realized, oh, wow, I got caught up in my own stuff, you Mm. know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It, for it, sure. It definitely brings us back to um, like uh, one of my friends said, I don't know if it's mother nature or some mm-hmm. kind of higher thing, but it's saying you guys need to come back to your connections. Oh, yeah. I think for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's sure. just, it just tells us what either from what, from what the earth has been through or what our relationships right. are. And it says here, uh, y'all need to get back to square one. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's yeah. kind of what it back felt to like. Basics, yeah. back to basics. But yeah. you're right; it's interesting about the podcast where you. It's a different type of connection, you know, because mm-hmm. people will send me watching Long Island Medium. They're like, "Oh, I feel like you're right in our living room," you know, like <laughs> you're in our living room every Sunday night. But now it's like 
you know, it's just so different. You know, you pop in earbuds and you're cleaning the house and you're doing yeah. your chores or, you know, after meditation, like to listen to a podcast. I don't know. It's just, I never thought that would be me. I never mm-hmm. thought in a million years I'd have a podcast, <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and I think that's the great thing, you know, we always learn and grow and through this pandemic, you know, people really got to do a lot of soul searching. Yeah. Which that kind of brings me, you know, you even talked about this in one of your episodes, but what has it been like for you with your work and the podcast that, I mean, especially you live close to New York city and, uh, so yeah. many people have lost loved yeah. ones and, mm-hmm in this pandemic and how has it affected your work? Well, it has affected my work. I don't see people in person, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, and then I realized I'm able to read people all over the world. Yeah. So that's the amazing uh-huh. thing about the podcast is that there were people in Australia, Korea. I mean, people never thought, or even just people within the United States would never think maybe they could see me at a live show. Mm-hmm. But then to have that one-on-one experience, mm-hmm. and the thing that I love is that every time we, you know, get someone, they go, "I thought it was uh, a spam email," <laughs> <laughs> because why would I get picked? Yeah. Right. And I and and I, there's a part of me that I love that I love. I, I just love giving back. I love doing amazing things for people, and um, the podcast is just it's a, it's just taking things to a completely different level. Listen, I. I, I it's the same, but it's not the same. I miss that that physical connection. Mm-hmm. But we just we're, we just got done filming Long Island Medium, and uh, we were able to do some uh, readings in person, you know, with masks and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Um, but over over Zoom, it's just it, it's there. It's fantastic, and to hear the emotion when you're listening to the podcast, and to hear that emotion, mm-hmm. or yeah. even when there's silence. I think that's the thing that gets me when I listen to the podcast and cause at the moment I'm in it, you know, right. I'm living it, mm-hmm. I'm in it. So when I listen to the, to Hey Spirit, I'm listening as a listener Yeah, and you're hearing all these things, there's this emotion. And then all of a sudden there's this dead silence and it just kind of, kind of grabs you for, for a second. And then that's where mm-hmm. I think people really find that connection. Cause then they had, you go through your own emotions of like, Oh my yeah. God, what is going to happen next? It's mm-hmm. a full silence though, because like, yes. you know, that's just them. That's mm-hmm. their mind spinning. And right. I, it's, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's not like watching it on TV where you hear silence, but then you're watching them. Maybe yeah. they're grabbing a tissue or they're crying or right. It's yeah. just like, there's nothing. Yeah. Can we, can we talk about, I, I just, I read a little bit about, um, you were talking about your childhood that you, 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 you always knew this, you called, didn't call it spirit until later that people were talking to you and right. you felt very different. You felt strange. You're like, is something wrong with me? Yeah. And as soon as you said that, I thought that's a lot of LGBT people mm-hmm. feel that yeah. in their whole lives. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's such a, it's so interesting. You feel different because yeah. you're not like everybody else. Right. And but like I say, who decided what is normal? Yeah. Yeah. Who who decided? And, and for me, as a practicing Catholic, I struggled with that for mm-hmm. so long, my gift and feeling different. And, and mm-hmm. thank God. I mean, I come from a very spiritual but also faithful family. And my mom would I would literally say to my mom, I'd be like, I don't know. I feel different than everyone else. I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. And my mom would be like, well. You're not adopted. So there's no reason why you should feel that way. And no one like ever made a big deal about the things that I would say. I was always encouraged to 
you know, always stay in touch with my feelings and to talk about them. And until I realized, you know, and and here I was, I was, you know, late in my 20s. I had two children. Uh, My ex-husband had just survived a brain tumor. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And here we are. I didn't feel complete until I embraced my gift. Mm. That is when my soul felt complete. And that has always been my biggest message to people. You have to love and honor and respect yourself the way God intended. Yeah, I agree with that. It's often the thing mm-hmm. we think, the thing that we think holds us back is actually the thing that propels us forward. It's a superpower. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it really yeah. does. And, and I believe we all have special gifts. We all have special abilities, no matter what it is. Is it someone feeling more comfortable in, in themselves of, you know, being gay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. Whatever it is, a, a certain type of job. I said, I don't think people uh, have children and go, oh, I can't wait till my child grows up and talks to dead people. I don't think that's, <laughs> and you so, know. And, and no one in your, so no one in your family, your extended, so uh, no one had, uh, I guess, the gift, so to speak. It, it, was it just well, you? No. So this is my first explanation about when people ask about gifts. I believe each and every one of us has the ability to connect with our own departed loved ones. And I love when people say, well, I don't, I don't connect with my grandfather. I don't connect with my grandmother. And then, then they start to tell me stories of, well, there was one time I smelled her cologne, uh, my my grandfather's cologne, or I had a dream of my grandmother. I'm like, that's a spiritual experience. Like that was a visitation. Like that's it. You're connected. So you have that bond that can never be broken. What, I have, and and some other people, they're able to connect with everyone's departed loved ones, be able Mm -hmm. to feel and sense things. So it's just a different level. Um, My daughter tends to have a little bit more, is is more like me, Mm -hmm. where she can pick up things from the departed. My son is just very, very intuitive. Yeah. Um, My mom as well, like she can she's extremely intuitive, picks up things. My grandmother used to soul travel where her soul, she would would do that, you know, and I'm like, no soul, you stay in this body. Like you get back in there. Don't be pulling that shit with me. You're like, I didn't fix my hair for nothing. Although I'm I'm a little happy, but also not happy. You said that because poodle, Jake was in a, um, he was in a coma for three I, I weeks was, years I was a, ago. I was in a coma, about five years ago, I was in a coma for three weeks and I woke up, first of all, I had these very lucid dreams mm-hmm. and I've always been kind of, I would call it witchy or intuitive. Mm-hmm. And I have actually, I, my great grandmother was- a I was root, just going to ask you about the yeah, grandparents. Yeah. A root worker, um, well, basically in Appalachia. And it's so always- So ever since then, I'll say something, he'll say, well, I can feel it. And I'm like, oh yeah. gosh. And so- oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I, I'm always saying, and it is kind of weird, like mm-hmm. little combination and, and what being, it just gave me a little bit more. Um, I notice things more now. Mm-hmm. I notice, I notice things more and I kind of respect what the universe wants to tell me. Right. A lot and, more. and do you yeah. talk about that a lot on the podcast on Hey Spirit of how kind of us everyday people, you can find can, your own can kind of cultivate this in ourselves. Absolutely. And I actually have a hotline where people can call in and leave questions and we have them on as guests because that that's the other thing that I love about the podcast. It's, it's where it's so intimate because yeah. now it's, I want to hear from them. I, I, I find it so weird. I don't even, I, I don't want to say fans because it's like they, they, I feel like they're my friends. I feel no, like they're thanks, followers. Thanks. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I don't know how to refer to them. So I always just say people that support what I do give 
them an opportunity. And it's amazing on how many people have the gift that I have and they want, you know, they have questions and can you help me? Can you answer this? And, you know, and um, unfortunately, a lot of it, I try to tell people, you have to learn on your own. Like you can have that guidance and safety net of people to go to, but it's a type of thing where, because you have to know how you connect. You have to know, like, I can explain things on how I see and feel how I get things, but it might be different from you. And it doesn't mean that it's wrong. Everyone is just different. Right. Y'all, we're going to take just a quick break and we're going to be right back with Teresa. Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No, the doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free. So you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy I think, um, what, I I was kind of thinking about you being, you know, being able to, as you said, see dead people. What about, about your own family? Have you ever had a, con? you ever just Mm -hmm. had a spirit saying from your own specific family? Because I know it's your, you probably are more, because we, we, people who are intuitive, you can be intuitive about other people, but when it comes to you, it's a lot harder because we're more guarded. 
So here's the thing that I would say. I go, my family gets screwed out of messages all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But but this is the reason. um, And I don't want to make this too lengthy, but people have to understand how I read. It's actually harder for me to read someone if I know something about them. Yeah. Right. Because if I and let's face it, there's only so many different ways that people can die. Only so many different bonds and relationships that we share with people. So that's why, like, through all my readings, spirit has to validate it with something completely unique to the person that they're speaking to. So like with my own family members, if I feel something was I'm like, oh, did I remember that? Were we just talking about that? Right. But when I'm working and I don't know the person, it's like, oh, this is what they're showing me. I don't know what this is. So that's why I say it's harder. Um, but I just always just say things anyway, you know. Um, yeah. But but it's hard to channel your own loved ones. And, you know, and, and I really don't dream of my loved ones. Um, I say that because a lot of people think that if they're not dreaming of their loved ones, that they're not with them or if they're not seeing butterflies. or. And I try to say, listen, the way that you connect, it's not going to be the same. Because one of the reasons why spirit wants gives different signs and symbols, even different people and members in the family is because it promotes conversation. A lot of people don't know how to bring up or talk about the departed loved ones. And especially if they die tragically um, or if they're afraid they're not at peace. So that's why spirit kind of does that. Mm -hmm. But I remember uh, specifically, um, I only lost my grandmother uh, about 11 years ago. So I was Mm -hmm. very fortunate to tell my grandparents. I was well into my forties and um I remember I was away on tour and I, I, I felt this thing. I had this dream. She was crying. I was in her kitchen and we were having mm-hmm. breakfast. And cause that was always my favorite spot with her to have breakfast. And, you know, um, she was crying and she was like, uh, I was like, why are you crying? And she says, well, it's just hard to say goodbye. Yeah. And, um, and she said, let's kind of leave together. And, you know, we had this little conversation. I came to find out later on in the day that my mom said that they just found someone to purchase the home. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So when yeah. I never, I, I never dreamt of her again. I, I feel her all the time. I, I know when she's around, yeah. but I've never really dreamt, but it was that one time. And I think a lot of us in the family, we were having a hard time with selling the home. My grandparents were the original owners. They were the only ones that lived there. And, you know, it was hard, but it was the mm. right thing to do at the time. So um, I, I, I cherish that because we all needed that at that time. It's so interesting you say that because I still have dreams about my grandmother's house Mm -hmm. and we, we sold it. And I was very upset too, because that's where I've never, I've never shared that story with anybody. A lot of people don't know about that. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. She she kept, she kept me every day after school. And that's, that's a house I remember almost living in. And mind you, that house was only sold six years ago because my grandfather, uh, we sold the house after my grandfather had passed. So it's not like this hat. So, you know, and I, I, I always say these, but this is what happens with people that I know. um, Mm -hmm. If we're not doing a quote unquote formal reading, uh, Mm -hmm. spirit always has me say things that touches someone in a special Mm -hmm. way. Yeah, no, I believe it. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a believer. Oh, I am too. Um, As far as kind of, uh, picking piggybacking on what you just said, you've written a lot about grief. You just mm-hmm. wrote a book uh, called Good Morning, and especially what we're going with now. Can you talk about 
in your opinion, how grief can be healing and how, and mm-hmm. for you, it's what you're using to make people feel better and a way to right. pr- approach grieving that is not a way that is like, oh, I have, what is me? Grief is very much yeah. seeing, that's something I do in my work. It's, people think of it as a negative thing and it is not. Be very healing right. and positive. So what happened was probably, it was about five years ago, I wrote Good Grief. Mm -hmm. Because what I was hearing through my readings were people were like, well, I'm not feeling this. I'm not grieving this way. I should be doing that. So I wrote about on how grief is different for everyone. You, they, they, they talk about these stages of grief. You might go through all of them. You might go through them in that order, but you might not hit any of those grief processes at all. And and Mm -hmm. it's okay. So it's almost like it gave that book gave people permission to grieve Good morning was I noticed uh, through my two years ago, I was pushed to write this book, but I was going through my own things. Uh, I was going through my divorce and I didn't feel it was the right time to write the book. So I just kept a lot of notes of things that what spirit would get my attention. And what I was noticing in the readings where spirit would say, look, you can't even begin to grieve the loss of me because you didn't grieve this loss of this argument that you had. You're still mm. mourning and you didn't grieve the loss uh, of that job, uh, whatever it may be. And so I started thinking about it and realizing that a loss is a loss. The greatest loss is the loss of a loved one. And and people would say to me, but why am I handling my, uh, my, my dogs passing more than, than, you know, it's hitting me harder than my grandparents. Well, that might've just been the last straw that, that you could have handled and where maybe you had to make the decision to put your dog down. Um, You know, so I, I started noticing these things and, you know, spirit was saying, we grieve and mourn every day of our life. And if we deal with these things on a daily basis and recognize them, recognize what we're grieving, what we've lost, because a loss is a loss. And basically we grieve what once was. Totally. And insanity that I wrote this book over uh, two years ago and it came out this fall right after this pandemic. Oh. Where I think a lot of people have lost something, yeah. Regardless of of what it is, freedom. Yeah. You and and unfortunately, a lot of people passed during this pandemic. Very powerful uh, and parallel to nine eleven in in a similarity. Yes. And mm-hmm. I kind of use that because I don't know if it's because I'm from New York and it still has effect. And I see how the long term effect of of nine eleven has continued to affect people in my own family. Um, but where people didn't know what happened to their loved ones, they couldn't be there with them, could not recover their bodies, and were afraid that their souls weren't at peace. If they were alone, if they were afraid, if they were scared, mm-hmm. same thing with this pandemic. Mm-hmm. But now it's not just New, New York, it's worldwide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's so interesting what you said, a loss is a loss. Mm-hmm. And not to compare either different types of your own grief or someone else's grief. Right. Because you hear, oh, so-and-so's mother just passed from COVID. Oh, I should. I feel bad now about my own grief. I'm, I'm also a, a musician and I had lots of gigs that just went away. And a lot yep. of times we're, we're trying to rank our mm-hmm. own grief. And you're so right. A loss is a loss. Well, mm-hmm. and, you know, stages of grief are a wonderful thing, but they're also, I think, a hindrance because I think a lot of us think once you go through this quote unquote stages right. of grief, you're done. 
Right. And that's not You're true. Never done with grief. Right. Nope. I, I say to I say to my clients, you will grieve the loss of your loved ones for the rest of your life here in the physical world. Mm-hmm. The thing that happens is the healing process. And that's mm-hmm. something completely different. Yeah. To be able, you could still be sad and cry every day, but you're getting out of bed in the morning. You're that, going to work. As Oprah said, that's an aha. I want people to <laughs> yes. like, really, mm-hmm. you, that grief and healing are two yeah. separate things that are not, they're connected, but they're, I just want people to hear that. That's a great thing yeah. to say. It's so important. And I think people also have to realize like, it's okay not to be okay. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was the yeah. other thing that I stressed in this book too. Like, it's okay. We're all going to have these days. And and with these everyday losses that you had, I, I wrote about something and someone uh, who interviewed me about the book said, I never thought about grieving an argument. And then they thought about it and, or even a friendship. Yeah, And they were like, oh my God, I did the work on it and I feel so much lighter. I feel better. So I tell people, whatever that loss is, just go through it, take what you've learned from it and release anything else negative that was attached to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you always great. learn something from it, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And now maybe you'll be a better friend. Maybe the next time you have an argument, you won't take it to that next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, so that's great. Now, yeah. Yeah. So with you, like in this, it's, uh, with dealing kind of like now that your grandparents said your grandma and you're very close to your grandmother, mm-hmm. do they ever, I think a lot of times people think of, and maybe it is that with talking to a spirit or talking to people that have passed that usually it's always kind of, I don't want to say positive, negative, but always like kind of happier. But sometimes like, do you ever find like you're parenting your kid and your grandma saying, don't say that to her. <laughs> I tell you, my grandma Hazel would judge my parenting experience if I was a kid. So I just say, I feel like sometimes, do they ever come for you, Teresa? Uh, No, they don't. Oh, that's good. That's good. You're lucky. You're lucky. That's a good thing because that way, so when when spirit reaches out, it's usually entreating something. It's not not saying, Mm -hmm. what are you even doing, Teresa? I love what people say to me. Well, how does that work? If uh, is my uh, are my grandparents watching me in the bedroom? And I'm like, really, really? They I'm got like, more important shit to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. they're good. <laughs> they're gonna let you be. They're fine. The, the more you kind of think about that, it's like, why would they spend all their time for that? Why right. would they? Because you know. You know, look, you know, and and I get it. Like people don't, I always like to say people don't understand what I do. I'm the Mm -hmm. first one to say, look, guys, that is absolutely crazy. There is no way someone can communicate with someone that has died. That's insane. And I struggled, like I told you, I struggled for over five years because then I, then I went through, okay, this is amazing. I have this beautiful gift from God. Why, why me? And then who's going to want to come and see a medium? Who's (laughs) going to want to talk to the people who have died because I had never experienced that yet in my life. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't understand that. And, but what I learned from channeling the souls of the departed is that unfortunately, no matter who we lose, how they die, young or old, or we watch them suffer with a disease or an illness that took away their personality. Maybe they died suddenly, tragically. Um, at the end of the day, we lost someone that we 
I just, I just lost my train of thought because I felt spirit coming in. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, God oh, damn it. it. Come on. Can, like, just, can, you, can you leave her alone did just you for just, a second? Did you see like my, my I, I literally. I, yeah, you kind of turned yeah. your. Yeah. I turned, right? Yeah. It's what I, hap- happens to me when a shirtless black man walks by me. <laughs> it's the same. That, that's spirit it's, for him. That's spirit for me, Teresa. But we get it. <laughs> Oh my god! I totally just but, but like this is what they do they 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 clear out my my own personal thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and they yeah. just make me feel what is that they need to relay. What you they'll make me feel how the person that I'm reading feels. Mm-hmm. But what people don't understand these messages are what we need to hear. They talk about personal things that are holding you back from healing. Yes. Right. And I, that's, I think that was a, the biggest moment for me as a medium. And I was like, you know what, if this is what I was meant to do, then I just want to help people. I want to be able to help people to put one foot in, in front of the other and move on with their life, life after the loss of a loved one. Mm-hmm. And the countless uh, emails and letters that I receive on how people just watching the show, even now listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. how it had given them hope and, and changed their life or how they never, how they look at life so differently now. Mm. Yeah, I I think I think I can just tell from talking to you that you feel like this is what you were born to do, and it's yeah, it's, it's service for you. Mm-hmm. I think I know both of us. Even though, regardless of what we do in life, we're always trying to feel like we can help people, right? Because right. and there there's a there's a need for that mm-hmm. because the world is so broken in a way, mm-hmm. and anything we can do to put something better out there and to oh. either help people. And so thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It it is true. It's just it's all it's all about helping people. Yeah. Be nice to people, respect people. Mm-hmm. You know, I treat spirit like how I treat my kids. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I that that so that you know, I know we're talking and obviously we are not our bodies, we are spirits. However, I grew up Catholic as well, mm-hmm. and I've been to, like, you know, I always, and maybe just because the way I grew up, but, like, I um, I don't know if I'm intuitive as Poodle, but I do, I am, in, I think, intuitive, and I've had my own moments. You are, of, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I definitely believe in past lives, and I've had past life dreams, mm-hmm. and then go to these places, and I see the place, and I've been there, mm-hmm. and all, I know, so I often, I, I sometimes get feelings when I'm in places, and have you yes. ever been to certain are there any certain places where sometimes do you even get overwhelmed with the amount oh. of spirit? I, I, I just like know things. There were several things. Uh, one time I, I, I went to um, Huntsville, USA, where the, um, uh, the Gordon family, where they did all the recordings. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I remember going on the tour and uh, they're taking us through the house. And I was like, oh, yeah, the candy bar on the right. And the woman looked at me. She's like, how do you know that? I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and it, you know um and then we went to another part i go this used to be the garage and the woman looked at me and she goes mm-hmm. have you been here before how did you know this and that was the original recording studio and they had stopped touring that part of it showing that part in the house but i know that it was the souls of the the grandfather that, that that built this place that that was the garage the the recording studio yeah there was another time i i I don't know why I'm obsessed with Abe Lincoln. Oh, <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> uh oh! Did we just have a bonding moment? Something just happened. I just felt this electricity through my body. I have tears in my eyes. Oh, we're I, gonna. 
I went down into the vault. I was down in the vault where everything is, is, they don't let anyone down there. Where, like, if it loses air, you got to press this button. It sucks all the oxygen out. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I went, so what happened was I was on tour and a couple of the gentlemen that do my production, they're from Springfield, Illinois. So they arranged for a tour of the Lincoln Museum. Have you ever been there? I have. How amazing is it? So we were in one part and I started talking about things and the guy looked at me and goes, how did you know that? And I'm like, oh, I, 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 I don't know. I, I must have read it somewhere. And he looked at me. He's like, that's not in the history books. Oh, Teresa, yeah. I was a kid. I was eight years old and I we were walking up there. There was like this like gravel road and you walk. And I told my mom, I said, oh, mama. Oh, the house is behind the trees. And she's like, what? And like, that's where like his log cabin, I think that was the one in Springfield. That was his log cabin was. And then like, we walked in and I said, mom, I want to go see the checkerboard. And she said, the checkerboard, it's like behind the house. They play, that's where we, that's where they play games. And it was there. And there was a knot hole where they hid things. And I said, oh, that's a knot hole. And it was, I knew the whole layout of the house. My mother was completely, so that is, that is random. No, it's not random, but that is incredible that you bring that up. I, I, and there's no explanation for it, right? No. As a kid, well, like- I tell Jake I was Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> but he's like, you, you were more like Gabraham. I know you were Gabraham Twinkin. <laughs> that is hilarious. But of all the thing places for you to bring up. Y'all, yeah. I swear, this has not been pre-recorded. No. <laughs> we have right. not talked to Teresa. I like, I am, I am not an emotional person too. But Poodle, I know I cry all the tears. time. And when you said it, I felt it. I felt I it. it. Yeah, that was insane. Well, such a connection. Oh, but I, yet, I never in any of my past lives, I've never gone back there. But the one thing I want to tell you, when they brought me down into the vault, there was this necklace, and they had other things down in the vault, and it was on a bust, and it, it was a. Uh, it was uh, yellow gold and it was this lock and it had, the, I go, oh, I go, um, Abe gave that to his wife for an anniversary. And the guy looked at me and he goes, that's right. He did. And I go, that's a Tiffany necklace, isn't it? Now you think of Tiffany, you think of silver, right? You're not yeah. thinking of gold. And he's like, that's a Tiffany necklace that he gave her for one of their wedding anniversaries. Wow. Wow. I just say like weird things. Like I just say, and I don't have this conversation about Abe Lincoln with with people. It's not a conversation that I typically have, you know. I think, yeah, and I think what you're saying, just because now I can tell you from experience in it, that it is a feeling of knowing. And I feel like mm-hmm. what we what um, we kind of do in our lives is often, I think the things we regret the most as humans is when we didn't listen to the knowing and did something mm-hmm. different. And if, if we can learn to let that go, like you said, it can develop a knowing right. in our life. Absolutely. That I refer to it as our little Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> let yes. your conscience be your guide. Yes. It, it's well. so true. It's, uh, you know, and I think if we learn to trust that more, like, don't be afraid of it. But here's the thing. We're afraid of what we can't see, what we can't touch. Right. Mm-hmm. Or that we don't, the unknown is so scary. Right. Yeah. Here I am. I'm afraid of the dark, for God's sakes. I'm 53. I still live next door to my parents, and I sleep with a nightlight, okay? And I talk to dead people for a living. So let's talk about oh. Let's talk about this for a second. This has been, I think I was Mary Todd Lincoln. No, I think that's no. it. Well, I do are, love a, dra- a big... Maybe I was Abe. <laughs> yes. 
and you are crazy like her. <laughs> so he's kind of got the hair too. Yes, true. Um, I have one more question. This has been so fantastic. It really the burning has. question. What? Can we talk about your hair? It um, is. It, it, I, don't, I don't know what it is today. No, no, this I'm is saying, my podcast hair. I'm saying normally. How long does it take you to fix You it? are known for your, what would you yeah. call your fabulous drag queen uh, poof. Yes. I, I love that. Thank you for saying that. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It is just like, they. we say Long Island Medium, I say that hair. Like, have you and, ever tried to change it? And producer said, no. No, well, they don't. They don't tell me. They just show up with their cameras. <laughs> you can't. Pre- you can't produce this. It's so. It's so crazy. I, I, I believe that now. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah. So anyway, this has been so lovely. This Teresa. has been really Thank wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, it's and amazing. Tell us where we can find your podcast. Where we can find you at your socials, and where tell us about the new season. Of oh my god! Season. Okay, so the new season will be coming back. Uh, the first. Uh, during the 2021, right? Yeah. New year, everything to look forward to. Right. You can always find on everything on Teresa Caputo. Uh, I have a little blue check mark next to everything. So don't be fooled by anybody else out there. Uh, <laughs> if you ever want any questions about me, always go to my website at TeresaCaputo.com. You can find Hey Spirit anywhere where you listen to podcasts. And uh, maybe you can find me hanging out with these guys one day. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we go to, when we go on live shows, girl, we're coming to the crowd. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'll wear my Mary. Where do you guys? Where, where are you guys from? Um, I'm from South Carolina, upstate oh. South Carolina, southern, and he's from Oklahoma, southern Oklahoma. I love Oklahoma. So, yeah, it's oh, yeah. all it's we're country, we're country, we're southern country boys. boys. The oh, I love a country boy. <laughs> so do we. In your, for your <laughs> See, next, they fit right in. Your next husband needs to be country. Country boy, uh, yes. Yeah. Blake Shelton by any chance? Oh, Someone like a Blake, around. like a Blake? Come on. Yes. Oh my. Like my, Sheldon call her. My cousin goes hunt with him. We live Shut like 40 up. minutes. Yeah. My cousin. Uh, yes. I am obsessed with Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefan. I, I oh, just, yeah. I love them. I could, I could quantify myself a little bit. It. And it's very, it, I'll have friends that'll like put on Facebook. Oh my gosh. I'm in, I'm in Walmart. And I just saw Gwen Stefani. Cause they're just <laughs> do things in town. Like that. little people. But you have, but you have to. You have to. Yeah. you have to. I love when people say that to me. They're like, at Target, they're like, what are you doing here? There was like literally a woman that accused me of being a bad impersonator of Teresa Caputo. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of went along with it. And her daughter was so embarrassed. She's like, oh, my God. I'm like, she was like yelling at me. How dare you? Teresa is much prettier. Oh. You know, and then, oh, yeah. She was like, going on. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's how you know you've made it. When, you, made- when people say... Is that an impersonator of Teresa? That's yeah, true. When people yeah. say that about me, is that a poodle impersonator? I will know. <laughs> you will know. I will know I've made it. it. Well, thank anyway. you. So we're going to let our listeners, we have a, in our show notes, listeners, there is a link to uh, Teresa's uh, podcast. Hey, Spirit. Hey, Spirit. Hey, Spirit. So y'all be sure to click on that link. And Teresa, thank you so much. You are a delight. You are a delight. You are a delight. A delight. You guys are awesome. And, you know, I do I do watch 90 Day Fiance. So you can have me back on. We can you could, we could do our own pillow talk. Oh, done. 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 And done. We could do our own pillow talk. How amazing would I that be? It'll that. be a lot better than the ones on television now. Okay. Some of them are funny, though. I, yeah, I, 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 I enjoy them. I enjoy I, them. I, Tim and Veronica. Are I, yeah. oh, oh, my yeah. gosh. Girl. Girl, anyway. sorry, I'm thinking of ideas. Uh, oh, oh yeah, and uh, uh, oh, I don't know if I could say this or not. 
But somebody from 90 Day Fiance will be on Long Island Medium this season. Oh, <gasps> a true oh, crossover. I hope, I hope it's someone who loves love. I live in my I heart. I live in my heart. I love that. Oh, I love. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.